Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wall, and this is season two, episode 29. And this is also season, uh, this is actually episode five of the King of Life series. And uh, well, as I always have to say, I have the world's best co-host, Dawn, it's from wherever she comes from. She always <laughs> fills in. She just does. I have to give, I have to give you your props. Hey, thanks, Joe. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Dawn. Welcome again. Thank you very much. Welcome to you too. All right. Thanks again. So guess what? We have our other shepherd back now. I know we do, right? Yeah. He was tending to sheep, which I understand. <laughs> you know, <he's... laughs> That's understood. So <laughs> uh, we, we want to welcome back our pastor, <laughs> uh, Pastor Kevin McCoy. Welcome back, brother. Thank you. Thank you. It's, um, it's a pleasure to be with you both again. Mm-hmm. Pleasure, pleasure. Uh, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. And as always, want to thank our podcast listeners. Uh, any questions, concerns, and comments you may have, you can always give it to us uh, via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. All right. As, as we always do, let's start with a word of prayer. Mm-hmm. Father God, thank you once again for this wonderful day you've given us. Lord, we thank you for uh, yesterday and the day before, Lord, that you've given us grace and mercy. Lord, we ask you once again to just bless us as a whole and even as individuals, Lord, and the gifts that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the speakers. Thank you for being a host. Thank you for a co-host, Lord. And thank you for all the components that make this possible for your glory. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All righty. So, from the greatest, from the smallest, from yesterday. The smallest to the greatest. The greatest. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. <laughs> so, how do you come about that? Yeah, why? Uh, that's kind of the the smallest, the greatest is kind of how the, the rhetorical function of the text itself. Um, it's a very small, short text, but what it's trying to do is to make a comparison between the beginning and the ending of the mustard seed. And uh, as gotcha. the, text, the text describes it as the smallest seed, but becomes the greatest of, of, of shrubs or garden plants. Um, so that's where the, 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 the topic of smallest to greatest comes from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, it's the parable of the mustard seed. Uh, where, what, you took it from Matthew 13, 31 to 33. Um, I mean, just look at the mustard seed. You're talking about what? One to two millimeters in diameter. So tiny. Like really tiny. That's yep. bird feet. That's like bird feet. (laughs) So, I mean, I mean, Jesus always told stories in parables. We understood that. But uh, the question I had for you is, what was the primary reason Jesus sought to teach the potential principle to the people? What was his primary reason? Right. So um, when you look into Matthew 13 um, and the verses in chapter 12, you realize that there was a lot of misconception about um, Jesus' Jesus's, um, ministry and his kingdom and the kingdom of God and, um, and what that meant. So a part of the, the teaching in parables was to clarify and to give meaning as to Jesus, what, what it means for him to be the Messiah, what it means for his disciples to follow him, what it means, what it means that God's kingdom has come. Because he comes in mm-hmm. Matthew, preaching the kingdom of God has come. 
he is teaching on the he's teaching on the mountainside like like Moses did, you know, proclaiming the principles of God's kingdom as if as if it's a new Mount Sinai experience. And he's preaching and he's healing and, and saying the kingdom of God is here. And um, some people are misunderstanding, um, as I said, because their concept of the kingdom of God was as this majestic, triumphant, breaking in of God's power, um, smashing, breaking, um, destruction, and, and so on stuff, right? So their yeah. imagination, in their imagination, God's kingdom was just this thing coming with such might and power that there's no mistaking it. That's your concept, right? So maybe they were thinking that because of the way the Roman army was. The right. Roman army yeah. was so powerful and yeah. so mighty and came yeah. with a warrior kind of attitude. And yeah. now this was supposed to be what he had to come now and do. Just... Yeah. So um, Jesus is also playing on, on their knowledge of Hebrew scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, because in, as I said, in Ezekiel chapter 17, now I think verses 20, 20, 23, 24, uh, God says through the prophet Ezekiel that I'm going to raise up the, the Davidic kingdom, David's kingdom. The kingdom of Israel is going to be raised up again. And mm-hmm. here's what, what it's going to be like. It's going to be like a cedar shoot that becomes a mighty cedar tree. Mm. A mighty, a, a small cedar shoot that becomes a mighty cedar tree. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea is... See the trees are, see the see, see the seeds are are shoots are are a good enough size where you can imagine that they do produce large trees. Mm-hmm. And if you see the large tree, then you'd suggest that you know the seed must have a certain kind of size or, or it's, it's large enough to produce a, such a big tree. So mm-hmm. in their mind, big trees can only come from big seeds, big seeds. right? That's a kind of concept. And so they were right. for God's kingdom to come in its might. And as I said, the see that she was a symbol of political power and military might. Um, because notice in also in Daniel, um, uh, Daniel chapter four, when God is cutting down Nebuchadnezzar's tree, right? Mm-hmm. A symbol that God is cutting down his political power yeah. and his yeah. might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they understood very well what Cedar stood for, what it, mean, what it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you talk about you know, political power and God's kingdom, you're looking for something that really represents might, power, majesty, strength, something that is strong. Mm. So, so you can imagine that when Jesus comes and says the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, you know? Um, like, that's a shocking thing to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> they weren't expecting that. Yeah, they, no, no one expects that because they, they, they know about mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they know about mustard seed, what mustard seeds do, yeah. The mustard seed itself, that I was just looking at a picture of the plant itself, it, it's just like fields of it. Yeah. It grow and grow and grow. And then the actual seed itself is underneath. It's so insignificant in the little pods that mm-hmm. grow with the flower itself. Yeah. So I think my question is, I, I know in your sermon you talked about the mustard um, plant being like an invasive yeah. Kind of yeah. situation going on. How do you relate that to, can you explain that a bit, how you relate that to um, the kingdom, the kingdom of, God. of God? Yes. Right. Um, now, notice, and Jesus tells about, I think it's about three or four parables in Matthew 13. Mm. First, you have the sower and the seed. You have the mustard seed. 
-hmm. you have the living coming in with the same muscle seed, and you have the wheat and the tears. Mm -hmm. um, in some ways, it's suggesting that God's kingdom, when it comes in, it comes in a, in a way pervasive. It's, it's hard to, to uproot God's kingdom. It might not come in, in, in might and power as you, you, you would perceive for, you would expect for um, a Lebanon, a, a seed tree from Lebanon. But when it comes in like a mustard seed, it's far reaching, right? The idea, it's hard to get rid of. It's, it's far reaching. It's, it's, um, it's pervasive. It takes and it grips hold and it, and it pushed beyond boundaries. Um, in my research, some commentators are, are, are saying that um, that aspect of it is speaking about how the gospel will break beyond Jewish boundaries and go out toward um, the Gentiles mm -hmm. and how the birds of the trees in, in terms of Jewish literature and, and even the Bible normally presents the Gentiles. So when, when, when Jesus says that the, um, and I didn't pay much attention, I didn't, I, for reason being, I didn't um, emphasize that in the sermon. Um, um, but it spoke about the fact that um, these birds, the, the, the birds will come and perch on the on the limbs mm -hmm. of, the, of the seed of the of the mustard seed. And I think in Matthew, in Mark rather, it says they they, they perch on the shade on it. So in Matthew, they are on the branch, but I think in in Mark they are under its shades, right? But the point they're making is that when G the gospel of Jesus' kingdom or the gospel that Jesus proclaims. Um, push beyond borders and does things it's not supposed to do. Um, you know, provide it, 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 it go, break the barriers, Jewish barriers, and invites even Gentiles into the kingdom because birds um, in prophetic literature resting on the trees is representing, you know, other nations. And so commentators are saying that that's what the gospel does. It, it breaks barriers mm -hmm. um, and provides shelter for people who you never expect for, for Mossad Seed Tree to provide shelter for. All right, so um, the birds you're saying are us pretty much uh, sowing our mustard seed uh, to carry out God's assignment. Any representation, pretty much. Right, right. Um, God's kingdom um, does the things that it's not supposed to do. Because as you, you've um, down said, you look at, at the mustard seed tree. And I, and I, and I look, I look, I search ex extensively on the internet for pictures. And it does look like a, in some ways, look like it will look like a sunflower, a sunflower field. Mm -hmm. um, it does. Yeah. The yeah. flowers just look different. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. right. So yeah. when I look True. at it, it, it doesn't seem to have much strength in the, in the branch. No, it doesn't. So, yeah, it just looks like normal, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. And plants. Yeah. Yes, yes, so yes, for, yes. To say a bird perches on, on that or, or rests on that mm -hmm. or rests under its branches mm -hmm. is, is, and that's kind of the point of it point with, with most of Jesus' parables. It, it Parables have this function where they reverse our expectations are present, you know, bring us, bring us, some people say it's, it's a heavenly truth through an earthly example. Mm. Um, um, but mm -hmm. what it does, um, Jesus takes you here to bring, to catch your attention. And then he takes a thing that you think you know to teach you something um, beyond what you think you know. Um, and that's how um, parables functions. Um, parables function. That's what he was doing with the with the, with the, with the parable of mustard seed there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you said also in your sermon that um, small seeds produce large fruit. Yeah. What were you trying to? Large, right. Okay. Right. So as I mentioned in the beginning, um, um, that 
we've kind of been cultured and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm watching the, the commercials and I'm still seeing it. Um, the bigger, better network gives you better coverage for your phone. Mm. We have been cultured to think that um, um, big is the source of better, right? If it's not big, then it won't be better. If it, and, and that's kind of what they were thinking because they were thinking large trees can only come from large seeds. So Jesus comes now, in a sense, the problem is about Jesus. He comes as a small seed, a small mustard seed. He comes as a carpenter's son. He comes um, and, and nobody knows where he is in Bethlehem, but three, three um, magi from the East comes and say, okay, this is the king, right? Um, mm -hmm. You'll see throughout and throughout the gospel that Jesus is growing in his ministry, right? He, mm -hmm. he starts in this place of insignificance. And um, aren't you the carpenter's son? Isn't this Mary's boy? Words kind of like those. Um, but at the end of the day, when he dies on the cross, the thief says, um, and the Roman soldier says, the Roman soldier says, indeed, this was the son of God. Mm -hmm. So we find that Jesus comes as this little mustard seed. His ministry comes as this little mustard seed, and it creates havoc in, in, in Rome, right? Um, it creates, it challenges the political system. It challenges the religious system. Um, well, he, his ministry challenges the political system and also the religious system as a mustard seed that grows. That's how God's kingdom came. Right? But they're expecting to, to see um, a king was born and he was riding in on a horse. No, Jesus rode in a donkey. Right. So, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. So they're looking for the for the for the fanfare and the show. But Jesus comes in as his humble being. Right. So God works through the small things. God works through this. So indeed, following the line of the, of a parable, small seeds, you you Jesus is saying, you always think that, you know. Big trees can only come from small, from, from big seeds. But I'm telling you, this mustard seed, it becomes the largest of garden shrubs. And he exaggerates. As a matter of fact, it becomes a tree. Mustard seeds don't become tree. They are bush, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but to make the point that God's kingdom comes and, um, and does things on, on, on the way that we don't expect it. But isn't bigger better, though? I mean, naturally, if we're in church and you have a bigger car or a better car, mm -hmm. a better house, a better job, mm -hmm. you can get more money and then you can possibly help more people. That is true. If you don't have any money, then you can't do that. So aren't we always striving to do something better, go to a better school, go to a better, Yes. Um, do all of those things. Is that a bad thing? In no, society to do? It's, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But what, what that does is, what about those who can't buy um, a bigger car? Hmm. What about those who are homeless? What about those who have no opportunity to go, in, to go, go to college? Mm -hmm. what, what, what Jesus is saying is that our attention is as most often focused on the bigger, better. But in doing that, we, we forget those on the margins. We forget those seemingly insignificant ones. And that's the same way you forget, you, you, didn't, you didn't think of me as anything. That's Jesus, you know. You didn't think of me as anything. You didn't see God's kingdom coming in me. But I'm telling you, look, this is God's kingdom. God's kingdom comes in ways that you do not expect from the small things. You can notice God's kingdom. Mm. So, I have another question, actually, sure. along that line. Do you think that as we are in church, 
and we we talked about this before we're in ministry and we pick people that we know because we've seen that they are able they're capable of doing this and that do we then now look over the people that are actually the gems that can actually do the job really really well and take our ministry to another level because we're looking for the outward um persona the outward look of the person the outward um the way they carry themselves the way they speak and therefore they can do the job better in ministry um so i was recently having a conversation and i think i think it was we were at a pastor's meeting where we were having a discussion about competence and and character mm. right we're talking about competence and character mm. and um to get this question going, we're talking about which is better or, or what. And but the reality is there has to, and, and this came up as a discussion as, as pastors, how do we choose leaders in the church right where you went, Don? Mm-hmm. And um, we, 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 we confess the tendency has been um, to choose competence over character. Mm-hmm. The tendency has been that for the church mm-hmm. um, and for, for, for how we, we lead. Um, competency gets things done. Mm-hmm. Right, it gets things done, um, but oftentimes it doesn't change who you are in the process. Ah. Right, mm-hmm. and the, the, the Christian life is about change and transformation. Yeah. Um, you, you can get something done and you, and you throw up your hand and like I did that. Yes, I did that. I I I I I held a health fear with thousand people. Yes, and we boast about what we have done, yeah. but how have how yeah. what what changed what character change took place in you? Did your heart touch the people's heart? Mm. Um, it is humble you to think, God, how did you use me to do such a work, mm. right? So it goes back to the question that you ask, right? Um, character sometimes is a small seed. Mm. So, so he, this, is, this is a part of the discussion we had. Competence can be learned. You can learn skills, even if you're not gifted. Mm-hmm. You can learn skills and stuff, but character, character takes a lot mm-hmm. of work. Mm-hmm. Amen. A lot of work. And so sometimes character comes in as a small little seed that, you know, look, take for instance, David. Mm. He had the character, he had the spirit, but he didn't have yeah. the competences of a, battle, of a warrior. No. But, but character and faith in God, um, you, you wouldn't, and there's a big comparison in, in that story again. David, Saul said it, Saul, the king said it, you know, Goliath is a warrior from his youth. You are just a youth. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, one of his experience, your inexperience. Um, but it was God, faith, David's character, and God doing it. So, to your question, that very, very significant, mm-hmm. very important. Um, we have to, and that's that was his point. We have to do and focus on what is more essential, mm-hmm. right? And I think, in any case, if I had to choose. I would choose character. Um, mm. Character can be leaned on, trusted on, uh, and so forth. Competence can can be learned. Um, mm. So it's so a very, very, very good question. Very good question. So you would have to find out, you would have to have a relationship with that person. You'd have to really yeah. to yeah. find and, out and, how that yeah. person is, what that person is like as a um, yeah. individual. And the best thing would be mm. to be balanced, to have both character and, and competence. And com- of course, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Best thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, John. I still like bigger is better. 
I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I mean, we we do, and that and that's why that's why Jesus is talking to us. That's why this message is for for me, for you, right? Because yeah, um, you know, I I, I it's just that this appearance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but uh, we want to thank your your son Kayvon for your Amen Corner. Oh you, yeah, you had yourself a nice Amen Corner. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I could hear him over there. He, he was. I hear you, yeah, yeah. My, my wife said when when she yeah. heard, started preaching, he was looking around to see where I was. To find you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like that moment there. Um, if you, if you, if I may, Don. I want us to. I want to talk. I want you to talk a little bit about that <laughs> when you call us Americans, we're foreigners. Because I remember I had this experience when I first met my wife. Foreign, come <laughs> from foreign. Yeah, because yeah. 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 I, I, I had the experience of doing a barrel, and it's 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 work. I did. We did three, and it's it's a work. Yeah. So talk about it a little bit of that. that uh, yeah. So so um, I mean. <laughs> Growing up, so where I come, where I come from, it's a, it's a really, really, I can tell it's a really challenging community. Um, uh, life expectancy for for a young male is here mostly probably dropped now to about seventeen life expectancy. Wow! Because of crime and violence, wow. right? Wow! Um, wow! Wow! Yeah, so wow. it's a tough community, and as I said, um, poverty um, stricken too. So so. And my, my grandfather, I grew up with my grandfather, he was, he was a butcher. Uh, many people knew him in the community. Mm. When I grew up, I, I had to take his cow to pastures. You know, That's right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we had to do this stuff. Um, so my family was a, was a really work, hardworking family. I grew up with, with, with um, very, very hardworking family. Mm. So that's, that's what we knew to do. Um, mm. But, you know, as a as kid, you grew up with others and, and stuff. So they they... We're talking about your family and farm. I didn't know what farm was, to be honest. I just think it was just like this magical place somewhere else, you know, right? Um, and they, um, they normally get these nice toys and um, they get the name brand shoes and, and clothes and stuff. And as I'm growing up, you know, as a kid, you, you want to be like your friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, listen, man, I want this. And she, 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 she couldn't afford it because she, she was a dressmaker. She, you know, she worked with her hands. Mm-hmm. And... Um, to my surprise, man, I'm telling you, man, I still remember that suit today. It was made from white gabardine um, oh. with some orange and blue and yellow sea queen. And I'm telling you, oh. that was a shiny suit, man. That's okay. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> could tell you nothing. <laughs> he did that because, you know, in those days, in, um, in those days, um, and in the 90s, they used to have patch patchwork clothing. So mm-hmm. it was something like that. So it, was, it didn't look too far off. No, no, no. Um, you could see mm-hmm. it from remnants of cloth, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, that was an that was a, that was an image of, of how God works. Um, mm-hmm. God takes the small little things, put them together, and you get this thing that you never imagined that could come together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as a child growing up, that, that story has never left my mind. And that, that today is, is, remains a testimony of my mother's love for me. And um, the point of the story in telling that was, was to say that, um, let me get the comparison right. Whether God was like my mother or my mother was like God, but the idea is they, there was a similar functioning mm-hmm. where God uh-huh. works with little things to bless us and, 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 and come. So it, it didn't have to come from a big barrel where it's the best brand. That's right. Um, yeah. It didn't have to come from the Nike. It doesn't have to come from the Adidas. It didn't have to come from foreign. It mm-hmm. came from the local little place, right at a little workshop, 
right beside her machine, the scraps of the remnants of material she took. And God can work through those things in our lives. Amen. Yeah, little remnants. Yeah, yeah. That's something. That's true. Yeah, I want to talk about the, the homeless story. That that was I didn't expect that ending <laughs> that, that came out of that. That's that was fabulous. totally different. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's listen, when I watched the thing and, and sometimes I, I, I watched the, these these experiments. Um, and this was this was this was I watched this thing like is this on YouTube? Yes, how a homeless man spends one hundred dollars. I saw okay. it on Facebook, but it should be on um Yeah, I want to look at that. Yeah. Um yes. How does a homeless man spend one hundred dollars? Yeah. Yeah, I see it. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it is on YouTube. I see it. Yeah, I see it right now. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I saw it the first time, um it was it was just and I and I remember from a long time ago. I remember from a long time ago. Um, like 20 mm-hmm. years, I saw the story and, and, and I was re- preparing the sermon. I was like, this, and I'm like, where, where have I seen the kingdom of God like that? Right. Mm-hmm. And that story came to mind. And I, I didn't even think to go back to YouTube to watch it, but it just, that story just never left. My, it just never left my mind mm-hmm. from my right. side. Right. Yeah. So he gave the, gave him hundred dollars. He didn't know he was being filmed. And mm-hmm. he went to this, this place, you know, with, and you can see that it's a liquor place and he goes in. And he comes out and he walks and he goes into the park and he, you, you think he's homeless. He's a junkard. He's something, but he's thinking about other people. Yeah. yeah. You expect 100 to go to waste or, or do nothing at all, but it ends up multiplying mm. and feeding so many homeless people. Mm. But not only that, it ends up that he got more on top of that. Right. Mm. Yeah. And that's just how the kingdom of God is. So um, it's a simple concept, but it can be difficult to explain. And so I was just trying to, most of my work in the sermon was to try and illustrate what Jesus was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, uh, you know, you can spend time explaining concept, concept, concepts, but I wanted this to be real, something that could be seen in real life. I wanted it to, it to be dramatic, tangible. Like, yeah, it's something you can step into and, and, and see. That's, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the kingdom of God. So that was one of the, best tours I could find along with my experience with my, with my mom that could tell the yeah. story of what the kingdom is like as a mustard seed. So how can we get the kingdom of God within us? Amen. Definitely. Um, as, I, as I said, it's one small prayer that says, God, I am sorry. Mm. One small prayer that says, God, I surrender. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> notice, and, and there, there are so many examples in the gospel I could use, but I want it to be you know, people, sometimes when they use the same examples, people take it for granted that, you know, okay, I know they're ready. It's mm. the same thing with Peter. Lord, save me. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, save me. And he was saved. Yeah. Um, Jesus said a little mustard seed can move, spirit, a mustard seed can move mountains. Right. It's the same concepts in the Bible, but I didn't want to use those because when people hear them again, I've heard it before. I heard it. To, yeah, in. yeah. Mm-hmm. I blow it yeah. up. Yeah. But it, if I really have to say it, it's what? Jesus has been saying time and time again, mm. right? It's, it's the same thing Jesus has been saying time and time again. Um, the blind man crying out to Jesus, um, son of God, um, heal me or, or something. It's those simple little things. It's those things that says, I'm sorry, I hurt you. That's the kingdom of God that mends broken relationships. Mm. So the kingdom of God is, is, as I mentioned earlier, it's a spiritual reality, mm-hmm. an ethical reality where spiritual, it, it, it should show in our relationship with God. Mm. It should show in our relationship with each other. And it should show that we are hoping for more 
I think I spoke mm-hmm. about that in um, Where is the Kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. Um, located in the Kingdom of God. I think I spoke about mm-hmm. it in that sermon. Mm-hmm. So you can see how those concepts that I kind of outlined before are mm-hmm. connecting right now, mm-hmm. right, in these kind of parables that I'm kind of exploring for the kingdom. So you say that um, having the kingdom of God within us will have the transforming power that will be changed and our fruits will be shown. Does everybody automatically in the church have the kingdom of God within them because they serve God? That's a that's a good question. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Sure some great ones, man. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, because a, a, a part of having the so there is the kind of given. Okay, I am. So here's how I'd answer that. Yes, but we do not submit to the kingdom. Here's what I mean. Giving ourselves to Jesus, surrendering to say that I'm becoming a Christian is me surrendering to God's Christ's rule in my life, mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. But am I submitting to its principles? Am I submitting to God's direction? So in one, of a, in one Christian's life, um, one person can be a Christian but is not fully committed to living out the biblical principles mm-hmm. um, and such. But another person is giving themselves to God each day, wanting God to live, work, and move through them. Mm-hmm. So I would say accepting Jesus is accepting the kingdom of God within you, accepting mm-hmm. its principles, but accepting and submitting and allowing them to work in you is another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's so true. So uh, I'm wondering if that's also connected to our spiritual maturity as well. As I agree. Whether we are growing or we're just staying stagnant in one place. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, and that's kind of what the, um, um, the, the parable of the soul and the seed is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, can just, I think I, I might be talking about this next time because uh, for the next quarter, um, we're focusing on general themes, um, for the next few months. First, we're focusing on prayer, mm. we're focusing on the word, and we're focusing on Christian service. Okay. Um, and one parable about the word of God, as I can mention right now, the sower and the seed. Mm. When you look at the sower and the seed, the problem had was never with the seed. No, it was the same seed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, always the same seed, yes. It's the so problem was good. never yeah. the seed with the soil. And, and going back to your question, Dan, mm. it's, it's the heart. Mm. right it's if we submit it's the same word that works in all of us mm-hmm. it's whether or not we allow ourselves to be rocky stony sandy good soil mm-hmm. it's how we respond to the word of god, to the word of god. Amen. amen 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 absolutely that that builds a lot of character as well yeah, yeah that's yeah. right that's right all right don i'm good that, that, i'm good too i um i don't know where you can buy mustard seed but i'm gonna try to find some I know. I've been looking at it online. I want to grow some mustard now. Yeah, we need to do that, man. Right, right in the field, out there in plantation, out in the field. That's right. That's right. Whole bunch of it. Whole bunch Let's of it. Plant. Let's go plant. Let's go plant. That's right. Go plant your mustard seed. I well, Pastor, once again, it's always a great. Um, I was very impressed with your son. So you, I see the connection already. I see the connection. <laughs> I love that. I love that for doing that, man. You continue being blessed, man. And we want to thank your family. You know, 
for your ministry, just what you do all the time when you come and just bless us. Uh, so we want to thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And um, I really wanted, I wanted to, to add this on. I am, um, my wife, she, she appreciates you a lot. She said that in, in times we talk and y'all guys have your conversation. So uh, on behalf of her, I just wanted to let her know she, she really admires you a lot. Oh, so, Lord, just wanted to let you know that. Yeah, because she smiled when you mentioned her name, uh, you know, about the the someone that seeds, the mustard, just like Jesse doing, you know, just everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, because that's something to do, you know. In the pandemic, you know, people shut down and she didn't. She, uh, God told her, do it for me. And she did. Yeah. Amen. And, and that's happy you mentioned that point because sometimes um, and it, it, it will take me time because I'm still getting getting um, to know the stores of plantation but that's a part of the thing that I like yeah. to be preaching. I like to show among ourselves because you can take a story from out of a book and, and, and people say yes it's a nice story but when I say something that you know about you know what I'm talking about you, there's no doubt about it that that is yeah evidence right look at what joe is doing um jesse's doing right look at what um the lord mm-hmm. look at what as i said um um did right these yeah. are evidences that small deeds can you know be, be a blessing yeah. Yeah. amen 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 all right well thank you for it once again and uh as always pastor you can lead out with a word of prayer all right let us pray God, we thank you so much that your wisdom is beyond our searching and that, God, even when you surprise us, it's a good surprise. We thank you for the way your kingdom works, that even the smallest person can be effective in ministry for you, that even the person who doesn't have a college degree, the person who has little experience but has a heart committed to service, Thank you, God, that's how you work. Help us to live into this mentality, this space, this understanding that you can work through the smallest of things and have the greatest impact. We thank you for the deeper dive, um, which itself is a mustard seed, um, bringing and blessing souls through these little conversations that happen between the three of us (laughs) over Zoom. Mm-hmm. But it goes out on the airways and it blesses so many people. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for these mustard seeds in our lives. And help us, God, to continue planting. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen, okay. Pastor. Thank you. Thank you so much. And once mm-hmm. again, our podcast listeners, thank you once again for taking the time out each and every week to listen to us and mm-hmm. to get something out of this because we do ourselves. Once again, any um, comments, any type of comments, words, whatever you might need to say you know, to us, you know, let it be known uh, to 954-388-8780 via WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Okay, Don. Okay, so we have about three birthdays. Um, Darren Lewis, I don't, I'm not familiar with that person, July 18. Do you know that person? Did he just, no, I thought it was the one who just got married about a year ago. Ah, oh, that's oh. who it is. I think it's him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. And Ramilla Petit Om, that's July 20th. That's Yannick's daughter. Yannick, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Darius Stukes. Darius. 
is July 22. No. Left as well, didn't you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, got, I might have got it wrong. Yeah, first. you got the Darius mix. I still don't know yeah, who Darren is, but Darius is the one yeah. that I'm writing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Darius, right. Okay, that's good. Well, when that's I, wish him a happy birthday, though, when, when the time birthday. comes. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Blow out the candles. <laughs> not ahead of time. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. All right. So, uh, once again, uh, as uh, Pastor McCoy says, go plant your mustard seed. Mm-hmm. It will be small, mm-hmm. but in the end, it's going to be gargantuan in God's eyes. <laughs>